on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City. Here's Matt Foley. Tough one at Bush Stadium tonight for the Brewers. They end up losing by a 4-2 score to St. Louis. Four-game series is now even at a game apiece. Welcome in to Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauly. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. Or you can tweet at me if you'd like, at Matt Pauly on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Vinny Rotino will join us coming up in just a little while as uh, we will hear the postgame comments. Manager Craig Council will go back through the game with the highlights and we'll hear from you after what was kind of a weird game. Uh, the Brewers out hit the Cardinals 8-5. The Cardinals only get hits in two separate innings. It just so happens to be that they get hits at the right time. They get two of their hits in the third inning. They score two runs, and uh, then they get uh, another uh, couple hits there, and they're uh, actually three hits in the seventh inning when they score two more runs, and that's all their hits. That's their five hits right there, and they all come uh, during uh, the two runs or the two innings where they end up scoring runs. So uh, the Brewers don't come through with that big hit. They go 0 for 4 with runners in scoring position. Brandon Woodruff exits the game early as he is dealing with um, a bit of an ankle issue now because uh, he he tweaked it. Hopefully we'll hear more from uh, Craig Council coming up in uh, just a little bit and get an update on him. But the last thing you want is uh, the Brewers potentially losing another player. They're dealing with a whole lot of injuries right now, so they're trying to fight through some of that here at the moment. 4-2, the Brewers end up uh, losing to St. Louis. Again, if you want to uh, join the program, you can do so by calling or texting in to the Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. Or you can tweet at me at Matt Pauley on air. Brewers lose to the Cardinals 4-2. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on WTMJ. The Brewers fall short in St. Louis today. Welcome back in. It's Brewers X Journeys here on WTMJ. If you'd like to join the program, you can do so by calling or texting into the Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. Or you can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Vinny Rotino will be joining us coming up in our next segment. Uh, Right now, let's get to a text message. Doug texting in says, Paul Goldschmidt kills the Brewers like Pujols used to. Uh, with this guy this hot, maybe pitch him around him a little bit instead of throwing it right down the middle and can't uh, keep leaving the bases loaded and not scoring. You know, it's interesting with Goldschmidt. He goes one for four today. He strikes out three times, um, but his one hit is a home run. And uh, that seems to be kind of the the you know, and I know Doug, you're a big fan of Tyrone Taylor. In fact, you mentioned him in the text message as well, saying you like to see him batting in the four spot. Uh, the the Paul, you know, that's what Tyrone Taylor's been doing a lot of lately. The one for four days, but that one hit is super impactful. Now, Paul Goldschmidt is hitting for average uh, this year. He's hitting 345. Obviously, he is having just a fantastic season. Uh, but they struck him out three times today, so um, uh, it's it's tough to say pitch around him when you strike him out three times, but it's also tough to say go right after him when he is swinging the hot bat that he's swinging here uh, at this moment. He is 
he's got it locked in, and it's not just the Brewers that he's doing this to. He is he is a legitimate MVP candidate so far uh, for uh, for the National League. You look at what he has done so far uh, this year: the 3.45 batting average, uh, the the nine home runs, the RBIs are at uh, 36 now with what he did today. So. I don't know what you do. Uh, one for four with three strikeouts, even with a home run, feels like that you, you could have done a whole lot worse against a guy who's going the way that he is going here uh, at the time. Uh, an update from the Brewers' clubhouse. Uh, Brandon Woodruff did not seem overly concerned about his ankle, said it was more precautionary than anything else, and they just wanted to make sure that he uh, was not going to hurt it worse. So obviously they'll take a look at him, and they'll just make sure that uh, he is going to uh, be okay. They'll take a long look tomorrow. But it seems like uh, this is kind of a no-big-deal thing. You take him out at that moment, and um, then you... You take him out at the moment, and you hope that uh, no damage was done, and he can go make his uh, his next start. 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620, the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Vinny Rettino is set to join us coming up in just a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on WTMJ. <laughs> to the Brewers fall in St. Louis tonight. Welcome back in. It's Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. If you want to join the program, you can do so by calling or texting 855-616-1620. It is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line or tweet at me at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Let's bring in former Brewer and Valley Sports Wisconsin analyst Vinny Rotino. Vinny, this is a weird game. The Brewers had a lot of traffic. They outhit St. Louis, uh, but the Cardinals, they come up with hits in just two innings, and it happens to be the two innings where they scored two runs, and that's enough for them to uh, win this game tonight 4-2. Yeah, I mean, and you could almost argue that the the one hit wasn't even a hit. The one over the bag where, where Colton Wong couldn't come up with it. And then obviously that gave the Cardinals an opportunity to bring Paul Goldschmidt to the plate, who is the hottest hitter in the galaxy right now, and he hits a, a two-run homer. And that's pretty much all they would need. I, I say it. I say it, it's not all they would need because the Brewers ha- actually ended up scoring two more runs. I'm just saying you probably would have seen Hells- Helsley a little bit earlier in the game, you wouldn't have faced Cody Whitley. Uh, and so maybe that home run would have happened. But uh, it was definitely a backbreaker in this game. Yeah, and it's it, it goes back to struggling with runners in scoring position. The Brewers go 0 for 4. Um, they ground into some double plays. They're just they're, they're, There were opportunities there, and it felt like they let those opportunities go. Yep, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Andrew McCutcheon had a rough game uh, grounding into a double play with the bases loaded and then grounding into a uh, third, you know, a five unassisted with the bases loaded again in the fifth inning. And, you know, another thing that didn't quite go the Brewers' way was Andrew McCutcheon actually had a catcher's interference call that wasn't called. And the only reason why I'm pretty – I'm very convicted that – that that was a catcher's interference is because hitters don't call that if it didn't happen. That you never see that it's like a catch a hitter would be like, "Hey man, that was catcher's interference. I definitely hit the catcher's glove before I fouled that ball off." You just they, they don't fake that. Like so that definitely happened and then he ended up grounding into a double play afterwards. Um, and so that was a big turning point in the game, the fact that Dakota Hudson was able to get out of that with that ground ball double play after that happened. 
Yeah, that's one of those things that doesn't show up on the box score, but really has a has a pretty profound impact on the game. Without a doubt, I mean, those are little little things that happen, little momentum shifts that happen, including the Colton Wong ground ball up the middle that he didn't come up with. I mean, that like you said, they don't show up in the box score. Momentum is a bigger deal in baseball than people give it credit for, and those are huge momentum shifts um, that happen. And once they do happen, and like I said, once Dakota Hudson was able to get out of that with a 5-4-3 double play, he, he didn't necessarily settle in, but the team, you could tell the Cardinals kind of breathed a sigh of relief, were able to settle into the game a little bit more, and you could tell it was almost, you could just feel that the Cardinals were going to come, come out ahead on this one. Colton Wong is one of the best defensive second basemen in baseball, but he has not been that this year. And I know he doesn't get charged for an error, but there's still plays that are not made. What do you make of his his defense through the first two months of the season? I don't know because he is so sure-handed all the time, and all of a sudden he's not making routine plays. He's not making the the play either that he usually makes that isn't called an error, like you said. Like that bloop that fell right into that Bermuda Triangle between Tyrone Taylor, Andrew McCutcheon, and Colton Wong that resulted in another couple of runs when Brent Suter was on the mound in the seventh. That play is made by, by Colton Wong as well. Like it's an over-the-shoulder, soft little pop-up that he comes up with a lot, um, and he doesn't come up with that ball either. We see a lot of balls on the shift, a couple balls at least I can think of in the top, off the top of my head in the shift where he is playing in that short right field, backhand doesn't come up with a ball bobbled, runner safe. Um, and so I don't know why he's not making these plays. All I can say is sometimes it snowball, snowballs on you. Sometimes you get in a little bit of a rut, just like hitting a little bit of a slump, and that's probably what he's going through, but he's got to snap out of it quick. Tyrone Taylor, another couple hits today. He goes two for four. I mean, we're talking about this guy on an everyday basis as he just continues to hit, and he's he's being given an opportunity right now, and you have to appreciate that he's really taking it and running with it. He's taking it and running with it, and he's got he's he's doing a great job of driving in runs as well. So twelve RBIs in his last eight games, didn't have an RBI tonight, but you love when this guy is up with runners in scoring position. Um, I love the fact that he is batting sixth in this order. Uh, as he was tonight. So there's there's lots of uh, a potential danger for opposing pitchers with Tyrone Taylor, you know, hitting behind all the, all these guys like Rowdy Telez and uh, Christian Yelich, Luis Arias. Uh, so it, it's a potent lineup, right? And so Tyrone Taylor is just adding to that. I will say, I will say that a couple of, a couple of those plays in center field, like I, I hate to say, you know, Lorenzo yeah. Cain would have made those plays. But, I, I mean, Lorenzo Cain probably comes up with both those balls tonight. Uh, he's been playing pretty pretty good. He's been playing about an average center field according to the metrics. But sometimes, every once in a while, there's a route or a read that is, is misplayed just a, a little bit for, for Tyrone Taylor. Hopefully that conti- continues to improve and continues to get better. Yeah, he, he dove on the one play, and it felt like he was nowhere close. Maybe the dive was trying to knock it down. Is that a situation where – it's not so much about diving, but more it's about taking a different route to get behind it so it doesn't get behind you. Yeah, I mean, once you know that you can't come up with that baseball, then, yeah, you, you definitely don't want to let it get to the wall and so the runner comes to third and is able to get to third base on that triple. Um, however, I, he did banana that route a little bit, so he took a little bit of a false step back before he went over, uh, and, it, and it cost him time. Uh, StatCast had that as, as a 60% probability for a catch uh, on that ball. Mm. So there's a three-star catch if he makes it, which 
is 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 a little bit better than average. So um, I, I did think that he did not take a great route to that ball. What did you think of Brandon Woodruff before he had to come out of the game with the ankle issue? He was awesome, right? I mean, in in May, he threw 22 innings, not counting tonight. Coming into the game tonight, he has 22 innings, 30 strikeouts, four walks. Despite the high ERA, he's given up six home runs, seven home runs now after Paul Goldschmidt hit that one tonight. Seven home runs in May, and that's why the, the ERA does look ballooned a little bit despite those really good strikeout-to-walk numbers. In April, they weren't as good. They had like a five-and-a-half ERA in April. So he is settling in. He is pitching more like the Brandon Woodruff that we know. And what he's doing and what he's been able to do in this month of May is sync up that delivery a little bit better, have a little bit better direction towards home plate, and he's been able to really – command that fastball, both fastballs. He's got two different ones, four seam and two seam to spots. And he's, that's how he's been attacking hitters. I thought, I thought he was cruising again, just a one hard hit. Um, even though he gave up the two hits and the two runs, probably you could argue that the, the other one should have been called an error. And so really it's just the, the one home run, the one hard hit against him. So he was cruising. You know, the first thing I always look at with him on his usage when his day comes to an end is what he's doing with the four-seamer. He throws it today for a strike 81% of the time, and he got swings and misses on it about 30% of the time. You do that, it's going to make all your other pitches work well, and that seems to be the recipe for success for Woodruff. That's his recipe, and it's been his recipe ever since he's kind of settled into to knowing what he is because it's not a swing and miss curveball. It is not a swing and miss slider. They're quality pitches. They're just not nasty wipeout breaking balls. He does have the really good changeup that he does get really, you know, he gets a lot of swing and miss, and he's actually tweaked that to get a little bit more lateral movement on that pitch. But it, it, it just starts and ends with him with the fastball, but a commanded fastball, right? So if he's not synced up, that arm's a little bit dragging behind him a little bit. He's not able to drive it through spots, and then it does get hit every once in a while. And he gets behind hitters. Not the case tonight. And so uh, I, I think hopefully that ankle injury is nothing. That was very strange. But yeah. hopefully he's not going to miss any starts. and He'll just continue doing what he was able to do tonight. It's you know it's funny with his uh, his secondary pitches. It seems like a lot of times when he's getting the strikeouts on those pitches, it's a strikeout looking, and you can just tell that these hitters are sitting there just sitting fastball, and then all of a sudden the the slider will come in, or maybe the the changeup will come in, and they'll just take it right down the middle. He's a guy that everybody sits fastball on, but then they can't hit the fastball. They can't, and it's a matter of it's it's almost like an optical illusion when you're hitting, right? So it's. It's a tunneling effect, meaning everything that's coming out of his hand looks exactly the same. It's coming out within within centimeters of each different pitch. So the four-seamer and the, and the slider and the curveball and the changeup are coming out of the exact same space, in, in space, you know, uh, of the same slot. And so that is what makes him so deceptive, again, it's the velocity that really sets up everything to make it so deceptive with the other stuff. Like you said, he gets a lot of strikeouts on, on takes because of that, on the off-speed pitches, because it just fools guys. It just catches them off guard, the fact that, you know, the four-seamer at 98, they're sitting on all of a sudden, they drop, he drops that slider in there, and then they're just frozen. They cannot pull the trigger. But that's, that's what it is. It's that tunneling effect. Last thing for you, what did you make of Brent Suter? Because he goes out, he kind of struggles in his first inning, and then he was dominant in his second inning, and he was all kinds of fired up. 
Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, Brent Suter's just a little bit frustrated with the fact that he's not getting great results. I mean, we all know what he's capable of. I, I'm a I'm a Brent Suter fan. I'm a big believer in this guy. I actually think that he could be the next. You know, I'm knocking on wood. You know that nothing else happens to the starting pitching staff. But if you need a guy to to step in and start in that fifth slot or that sixth slot, I mean. Brent Suter can give you four, maybe five innings. I think that is his best role. He is having a tough time this year getting on a roll and getting consistent zeros every time he goes out. Tonight I thought he ran into some bad luck in that inning. Uh, like I said, the defense wasn't great behind him. Um, and then that bloop that fell in. So I can see where he's frustrated. I don't see anything different from what he's doing. He's working quick. He's getting quick outs. He's, he's keeping hitters off balance. He's getting them uncomfortable with how fast he works. And so um, I, I think it's just things will start to regress towards the mean for him at some point. All right. Great stuff, Vinny. We'll talk to you throughout the uh, rest of the weekend. All right. Sounds good, Matt. Feel better. All right. Appreciate it. That's Vinny Rotino uh, joining us here on uh, the program for Brewer Valley Sports Wisconsin. Alice Brewers, they come up short today. They lose in St. Louis by a 4-2 score. We'll break for the news, and then we'll be back with post-game comments to manager Craig Council. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Lose tonight in St. Louis, 4-2 the final. Welcome back in. It's Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. If you want to join us, 855-616-1620, the Accident Mortgage Talk text line, or tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. Manager Craig Council met with the media just a little while ago, opened up his post-game comments, giving an update on pitcher Brandon Woodruff. It's um, right ankle inflammation. Um, he just had, he had some... Um, some pain in his ankle on each pitch um not really not you know that that's what it is not ruling him out for his next start um he obviously was throwing the ball really well um but uh there was kind of significant pain in that in in each pitch so we, we got him out of there and we will um you know see how he responds to treatment uh the next couple of days did it did it sound like it was something that happened on a particular no. pitch, or just came over the course of time? Yeah, okay. yeah. I thought he was throwing the ball great. I, I really did. I mean, the velocity was good. The, the two off-speed pitches, the breaking ball and the or the curveball and the slider were good. Um, I, I thought he I, he was, you know, very kind of. A, you could tell he was very encouraged by how he was throwing the ball. Um, so I, I thought he was excellent. Um, so you know, so it was a little that was frustrating um, because I think I think he was throwing the ball great. In the circumstances to get Perdomo in there, he pitched two pretty good innings for you, though, didn't he? After that? yeah, he's he's doing a great job. He's he's pitching very very well. The third inning offensively uh, was was frustrating for you guys. Clearly, um, you know, get the bases loaded, one out there, cut hits, one really hard, but just right at Aaron. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, Hudson's a ground ball pitcher, and he, he we we hit a hard ground ball. Unfortunately, we hit it at somebody. In that um, the, the bottom of that inning, there the, the play to Colton. Did, did did you think that that was a play that should have been made, or that he could? Have, um, Typically he will yeah, I mean, it's, it's that's the, you know, that's the, sh the, 
the shift play, you know, we got him positioned pretty far up the middle, and that's that's the t- that's it's the tough play where you're going back in on the other side of the base. Um, really good runner, um, so it's you know it's it's tough play all around, and, and we just didn't make it. To get the the multiple innings from both Louis and yeah. Brent, I mean that sets you up pretty well for tomorrow as well, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, look, I think you know as you see in the last the first. Basically, four games of the road trip. Um, we, we relied on um, you know some guys often, so uh, we had a bunch of guys down tonight. Need, needed to get them a day. Um, Louis has been outstanding um, in kind of the innings that he's delivered, just the, the, the outs that he's gotten. Um, so we're you know it it you know to only have to use two relievers after you after you lose your starter after four is uh, important. Um, and that's that that's the carryover effect, not just to tomorrow, but to a couple days down the road. That's Brewers manager Craig Council speaking to the media just a little while ago. The Brewers, they fall short tonight. They lose in St. Louis 4-2, and they lose uh, starting pitcher Brandon Woodruff. He exits early with an ankle issue. You just heard uh, Council say that they're going to do treatment the next couple days and then kind of go from there. I don't think the, the based off everything that's being said between the comments from council, what uh, Brandon Woodruff has said tonight uh, in the clubhouse, this does not seem like it is a major issue and they made the right decision by as soon as it started a uh, tweak on him a little bit, they got him out of there so that way uh, it could not get worse and then all of a sudden he might be missing starts. You wouldn't think he would miss a start, maybe they push his next uh, start back, uh, but it seems like for the most part he is in pretty good shape. Brewers lose to the Cardinals 4-2 the final score when we return. We'll go back to the game with the highlights. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Fly ball. This? Deep right. And this? Third deck. Holy smokes. Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Foley. 4-2, the Brewers fall short to the Cardinals in St. Louis. The four-game series now even at one game piece. Two more games to go. Starting pitching matchup this evening, Brandon Woodruff making the start for the crew and Dakota Hudson making the start for St. Louis. It would be the Cardinals who would break through first. It comes in the third inning with a one out Harrison Bader gets a base hit. That was the first hit the Cardinals had come up with as they did not get a hit in either of the first two innings. Bader then steals second base after a Tommy Edmond flyout, which allows Bader to move to third. Paul Goldschmidt does this. Pitch by Woodruff is hammered deep to left. Wow, just crushed it. Yelich turning around and just a spectator watching that one sail into the bullpen of the Brewers for a two-run home run. So that gives St. Louis the early 2-0 lead. The Brewers certainly had an opportunity to answer those runs in the fifth inning. Keston here leads the inning off with a walk, and then Colton Wong with one out gets a base hit. That puts runners on at first and second, and with two outs, Christian Yelich walks. So the bases are loaded, and that ends the day for Dakota Hudson. Drew Verhagen comes into the game to face off against Andrew McCutcheon. Verhagen's pitch, ground ball, behind the bag at third, fielded by Arenado, and the play is going to be a third for Arenado as he jogs and beats Wong to the bag. And uh, the Cardinals able to get out of the inning. Brewers leave them loaded. Yeah, that's a really tough moment in this game, leaving them loaded. It remains a 2-0 lead for St. Louis as we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Brandon Woodruff comes out, but uh, he starts dealing with some ankle issues, and at that point, the decision is made for Luis Perdomo to come out of the bullpen. 
Perdomo comes out. He's given as much time as he needs to uh, warm up because of the injury. And Perdomo ends up throwing a couple scoreless innings in the fifth and the sixth innings, respectively. So we go to the seventh. New pitcher comes into the game for the Brewers. That would be Brent Suter. First batter he faces is Juan Yepes. He gets a base hit. Then Edmundo Sosa comes up as a pinch hitter. First pitch to Sosa, swinging a high fly ball into right center field. Taylor going back onto the sprint, diving out to his left, can't get it, lands and rolls to the fence. Around third comes Yepes, he will score. Sosa's going over to third base as the throw comes home. Not in time, an RBI triple by the pinch hitter. Edmundo Sosa makes it 3-0 Cardinals in the seventh. Andrew Kisner then pops out in foul territory to the catcher Omar Nervaez, but then Lars Newtmar is able to drive in a run. The 2-1 pitch. Swung on and chopped towards first. Runner breaks for the plate. Tolles Fields throws home. Slide. Head first and safe is Sosa. And it's 4-0 Cardinals on a fielder's choice RBI for Newt Barr. Yeah, so they go home on it. They uh, rule it a fielder's choice. That makes it a 4-0 game. And the Cardinals still have something going. Harrison Bader then gets a base hit. That allows Newt Barr to go to third. Bader then steals second. So runners on at second and third. And it's Tommy Edmond at the plate. A 2-2 again, Edmund swings and lines it to third. It's caught there by Brasso. He'll get back to the bag, step on it, and double off Newt Bar. It's a double play. And with that, the inning is over there for the crew and Brent Suter. Yeah, they kind of stopped the bleeding there with that uh, unassisted double play turn by Mike Brasso. But uh, two runs on three hits in the seventh inning for the Cardinals, and they take a 4-0 lead. Brewers would go down relatively quietly against uh, uh, Cody Whitley in the eighth inning and in the ninth inning uh, they would uh, get something going. Tyrone Taylor would lead the inning off with a base hit and then with one out Keston Hira does this. Whitley again the pitch and Keston a drive out to deep center field. Bader's back to the track watching it go. Keston Hero with a two run shot. It's four to two. Yeah, so all of a sudden the Brewers are kind of back in it, and that forces a change to be made by the Cardinals as they go back to the bullpen, and they bring in Ryan Helsley to uh, finish things off. He uh, strikes out Mike Brasso, and then Colton Wong grounds out, and that finishes off the game. With the win, the Cardinals go to 24 and, excuse me, 25 and 20, while the Brewers, they drop to 29 and 17. Winning totals for St. Louis. Four runs, five hits, no errors. They leave three for the Brewers. Two runs, eight hits, one error. They leave eight. Winning pitcher is Drew Verhagen. He goes to 2-0. The loss to Brandon Woodruff. He drops to 5-3. Ryan Helsley's the save. It's his third of the year. Home runs in the game. Paul Goldschmidt hitting his ninth. Keston Hira hitting his fourth. The game lasting two hours and 54 minutes. Played in front of a crowd of 39,077 folks in St. Louis at Bush Stadium. Once again, the Brewers, they fall to the Cardinals by a 4-2 score. We'll take a break. When we return, we'll give you some scores from around baseball, and we'll get you set for game three of this four-game set. That's coming up next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Just a few minutes left in the program. The Brewers fall in St. Louis 4-2, series even at a game apiece. Games three and four coming up 
tomorrow and Sunday afternoon, respectively. 1-15 first pitches the next two days. The Brewers don't play that many Saturday afternoon games, but they get a Saturday afternoon contest coming up tomorrow. Let's get one more tweet in before we uh, call it a night. At Brew Crew Scott uh, tweeting in saying, Keston here and Tyron Taylor continue to impress me. Will the Brewers now call up Ethan Small, or do you see them making a trade for a veteran arm slash inning eater? So... I don't see them making a trade for a starting pitcher, even if something, even if we got bad news on Brandon Woodruff and he was going to be out for some time. I just, I don't think they need it. I don't think that's something they're going to go to. Um, I do think they will bring in some veteran relief pitchers at some point during the year, like most contending teams do. That's a pretty standard thing to do at some point. Uh, so that's going to happen in all likelihood. It could happen uh, at any moment. As far as the Ethan Small thing goes, you know, he continues to pitch really well at AAA. I know the club wants to uh, continue to have him stretch out as a starter at AAA, so it doesn't seem like I, I, I probably would have made the move by now, to be perfectly honest with you, especially when there was a period in there where some of that middle relief was not going so well for the Brewers. It felt like maybe he was someone who could come up and have the same type of role and same type of impact that uh, Aaron Ashby was having when he was working out of the bullpen. That doesn't seem to be something they want to do right now. So I don't really know when you might see him. He's going to be here at some point this year. Craig Council has um, has certainly said that he'll be here at some point. But when that point is, um, don't uh, don't know for uh, for sure. Mike in Colorado says uh, Tyrone Taylor's ceiling seems to be getting higher. Yeah. I th- it's really good what he's doing right now. It's really, really good what he's doing right now. And I've said this a few times, and I won't back off it. I think this period where Hunter Renfro is on the injured list is some of the most important uh, time periods, of some important games for Taylor in his career. Because especially if Lorenzo Cain does not get going from an offensive standpoint, the Brewers are going to have some decisions to make when it comes to who they're going to give uh, at-bats to in the outfield. And now Taylor's being given an opportunity and watching him run with it, that's a really, really good thing. And I know the organization thinks highly of him, but again, you look at the numbers that he's putting up recently, uh, it, it's really good to see. And uh, he's been able to lift his OPS significantly uh, during the month of May. He's got an 809 OPS uh, in the month of May, and to compare that with April, he had a 574 OPS in, in April. So clearly, he's doing a lot more with the opportunities in the month of May, and he's going to uh, continue to get those opportunities moving forward. Let's take a look at some scores from uh, around the National League Central. The Cubs, they had the night off as uh, they'll open up a series against the White Sox. That is one of my biggest pet peeves, by the way, the fact that Major League Baseball ever, ever, ever schedules an off day on a Friday, a Saturday, or Sunday. Major League Baseball has an attendance problem. We have seen attendance go in the wrong direction for a few years, and you get your best attendance on weekends. And starting a couple years ago, there are these rare situations where a team has an off day on a Friday or maybe an off day on a Sunday, and it just doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever, and they should work really hard to make sure that that doesn't happen. But, uh, yeah, the uh, my uh, my soapbox is over. It just it doesn't make sense. You want fans to show up to your games and play the games on the days that uh, the fans are going to show up. It's so simple. 
don't schedule off days on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. But who am I? I'm just the guy who does a Brewers postgame show, right? Uh, but around the NL Central, the teams that did play tonight, the Pirates uh, matched up against the Padres in San Diego. And right now, the Padres lead that game by a 4-3 score. That game is in the bottom of the eighth inning. Jose Quintana made the start for the Buccos tonight, went 5 and a third, giving up just two unearned run on four hits with four strikeouts and two walks. He dropped his ERA to uh, 2.15. He's really having a nice season. You have to wonder if the Pirates might trade him at the deadline to a contender. Brian Reynolds going deep. It is his sixth home run of the year. And then the Reds, they pick up a win tonight as they win at home against the Giants. 5-1 was the final uh, for the Reds. They had on the mound Graham Ashcroft, Ashcraft, excuse me, six and a third scoreless. He gives up just four hits, one strikeout, and two walks. Brandon Drury hitting a home run for Cincinnati in their win as uh, they are now 15 and 30. As far as what's going on in the Brewers minor league system, Low A Carolina, they were unable to get their game in at Five County Stadium tonight against Kannapolis. That game was uh, postponed due to rain, and it's going to be made up as part of a doubleheader coming up tomorrow. The Wisconsin Timber Rattlers, they get a good win today as they go to Cedar Rapids and come up with the 7-3 victory. With the win, Wisconsin goes to 27-16. and Double A Biloxi at home tonight, they pick up a victory as they defeat Montgomery 9-7, and uh, Nashville. They've kind of struggled in this series at Toledo. And we haven't said that about Nashville very much this year. They're having a fantastic season, but Nashville does lose at Toledo tonight by a 6-4 score. Josh Lindblom ended up uh, taking the loss for Nashville. He is now 1-2 with a 2.89 ERA after uh, losing that game. So the Brewers and the Cardinals will play game three of the four-game series coming up tomorrow afternoon at Bush Stadium in St. Louis. Adrian Hauser is on the mound for the crew. The right-hander is 3-4 and four with a 2.98 ERA, while Matthew Libertor, left-hander, one of the top prospects in baseball, he'll get the start for St. Louis. No record, a 7.71 ERA. The schedule tomorrow, 115 first pitch. That means uh, coverage will begin at uh, 1240 from the network, and we will have Brewers warm up at 12 o'clock. I will have you for that, and then I will have you uh, after the game as well, myself and Vinny Rotino, as we'll come your way with Brewers extra innings after tomorrow's game. Once again, the Brewers, they uh, lose in St. Louis by a 4-2 score. Four-game series is even at one game apiece. We'll talk to you tomorrow for more Brewers baseball.